Being a real estate agent can be demanding. Being a mom, now that's even more challenging. Now being a mom in real estate, now that is hard. Yeah, thank you. Your busy schedule. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Okay, Dina, you're up. 
Um, I have two boys, uh, six. Connor, he's uh, in first grade now. Um, he was not our bait child. <laughs> he didn't sleep well, but he's just very high energy and excitable and loves life, and um, you can't keep him busy enough. And then my three-year-old is um, sort of the opposite of that. So oh. he sleeps through the night, and he's very oh, compliant, wow. he's just sweet as pie. So um, yeah, I still have two, two little ones, but yeah, they're great. And then we have a puppy as well. Um, my husband begged me for about a year to get a dog, um, and I finally gave in, and the second I did it, I'm like, why did I do this? Oh. Um, but she's great. She's a golden doodle, so I just, you know, just pile it on with all the potty training, oh, and all the yeah. stuff was all happening yeah. at the same time, so. Oh, I guess that's yeah. true. You're potty training everybody. That was my <laughs> thinking. Like, while I'm doing it, let's do it at the same time, yeah. and then I was like, maybe this is a little too much, but that's it's, you know, funny. we're figuring it out. It's good. Oh, yeah. that's perfect. Mm -hmm. um, and so you were also with Revelation, right? I am, yes. Yep. So I've been here for about a year and a half. A year and a half. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, Amber, how long have you been in the business total, though? Um, I, this, this is my seventh full year. Seventh full year. Yeah. And then um, Tina, is it three, three years? No. It's been a long time. I actually got my license in 04, and I oh, did real okay. estate for about, well, real estate, resale for about a year, and then my true goal was to get into a new home. So I was okay. with a national builder for uh, about four and a half years. And then between recession and starting a family, I took a lot of time off. So I'm just getting back into it. So okay. feels like it's That's brand new having to do with kids and resale and learning all over again. But it's yeah, so I've had it for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so um, talk a little bit about the resale different than new. Because I think that um, for people who haven't done resale, like new homes um, sounds like an awesome option. Like people just walk in the door, right? Mm -hmm. And like you don't have to necessarily cold call, that stuff. You just, clients come to you. It's totally different. Yeah. yeah. I mean. What I loved about new homes, I mean, you have models and you're selling a community. You're you're more selling a product, right. where in resale, I mean, you're kind of selling yourself. So, um, oh, you know, sense. you don't have control over your schedule at all in new homes. You work every weekend, you work every holiday. Um, I worked at the peak of the market and then also a few years into the recession. So I got to see both sides of that. Yeah. Um, and it didn't matter how busy you were, you're still there um, all the time. So when you have a family, it's really, really difficult. Um, there were very few moms that um, were in new homes at the time. So resale, um, and even this round is totally different with social media and how you can reach out to your network, but it's more about um, you know, getting people to associate you with real estate and connecting with people, Right. where again, like new homes is more selling the home itself versus yourself. I never really thought about it like that. That totally makes sense though, mm -hmm. that's cool. Um, okay, so what would you say, well with Am Amber, you know, talking about um, things that have gone wrong or um, we were talking today that it's a full moon. You know, things yeah. happen um, in real estate or not real estate. Well, real estate life. as well as life, life, right? How do you keep a positive um, attitude? How do you stay focused when things maybe in your life, your personal life seem like they're crumbling? And then how do you uh, transition and still be able to do your job? Because I feel like with real estate, you don't, you don't have a boss saying, you know what? Get up you every morning. Get up every morning, be at work, yeah. um, you have your quota or, you know, all this. With real estate, I feel like when things go bad in your personal life or, um, you know, just in life in general, it'd be easy to say, I'm not getting up in the morning because I'm upset, I'm depressed, I'm unhappy, I'm tired. Yep. Um, how, how, do you, how do you navigate that? How do you still do what you need to do yeah. to be successful in real estate? I guess. So at the end question. of the day, I mean, at the at the end of it all, yeah. I think each of us have to have a why for why we're doing this. Yeah. So and my why is my kids. So every morning I know I have to get up to make sure 
that I'm doing what's necessary to make sure I'm providing for them, number one, right. providing for my spouse, number two, not just not that he doesn't provide, but you know what I mean, like the environment's right. support. Um, and I don't know, I just don't really have a like, let's just hide under the covers and run away kind of attitude. So my why is my kids and my why is my husband and my why is, you know, the, the, the things in life that we need and that we want and that all those things. So that's the number one reason for me getting up in the morning. Um, and then second, when, when you talked about the chaos, right. right? When the chaos happens, what do you do? And it's not just the chaos. It's what happens when the big and the bad stuff happen. Mm. And bad stuff happens to good people. So it just is what it is. Um, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. But um, just just knowing behind the end of the day that it's today, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Yeah. It's just today. It's just today. And getting up the next morning, knowing that that why again, to make sure that you continue on and you continue on to make sure you're providing that life for your kids. Especially, I mean, we're talking about moms specifically in this group. So that's, that's they can't do for themselves. It's our responsibilities yeah. to make sure we're building them to be respectful human beings. Right. <laughs> and it was funny because I was having conversations with my husband the other day about are we setting our kids up to think that this is actually like a normal job, us staying home and working, right? Right. And so there's sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go to work too because, yes, I work from home, but that's not the normal for everybody. Right. So setting an expectation for them too that this isn't mom staying in our pajamas half the day, right, <laughs> yeah. on the couch, on my laptop, or whatever the scenario may be, right, is not the actual quote-unquote normal job. And so um, we've been trying lately, too, is giving them an example of that why as well. Like, right. get up, get dressed, work out, blah, 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 yeah, right? Routine, yeah, that routine. Yeah, because I think we've set them up to think, oh, this is normal. So yeah. this is what's going to be like <laughs> yeah. when I grow up, right? right. And so there's a, there's, a, there's a balance. There's, I wouldn't even say a fine. It's a weird balance of the why versus making sure you're setting that great example well, for like them. it's like that fight or flight, right? Yeah, when exactly. They, when you feel like not getting up in the morning, you know, um, like okay, I'm here. I'm gonna do this, or I'm not. I'm or I'm gonna not gonna hide. eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, right? The it beans and weenies true. thing. Yeah. Yeah. No. For so. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. Gina, well, what about you? Um, I was gonna say really quickly too. The good news is I'm meeting more and more people in more and more industries that do work from home. Yeah, yeah. it's so becoming it's, more of the yeah, norm, really I guess. Is. Yeah. And I actually think. Um, I mean, of course, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but maybe it's even a good thing because I feel like it's harder to work from home because you have the laundry distract, distracting you or whatever else you need to do. So sometimes it's easier to get out of the house. Yep. So, um, so anyways, good for you because I think that's probably a good thing for them to see because it's harder. Um, but so how do we overcome the chaos? Is yeah. That the question? Um, it definitely was a huge shift because I feel like I've always loved work and I love the kudos that I get from work. Um, and new homes is very much, you know, at least when I was in it, it's, you know, you meet your sales goal or yeah. you don't, and you had a lot of high yeah. volume and motivational. Like, yeah. And I get on the back. a lot of accountability. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could work 70 hours a week mm -hmm. and I didn't have kids. So it was a huge shift. Um, coming back to work with kids I, it was not something that I was used to. And Actually, the first time I sat down with Amy at Revelation, she handed me the paperwork and she said, okay, so you need to come to, you know, Monday Morning Mindset in this meeting. And I was like, I can't even make it to the, I can't make it to the first meeting. Like, I can't sign this. So I left um, and I had to come back again to actually sign the paperwork. So I think it was just a huge shift of, you know, um, knowing what I could take on because I don't want to sacrifice service for my clients. 
Um, or your kids. Because, yeah, or my kids. Right. So yeah. How do you juggle, how do you, how do you balance? It's mm-hmm. a forever question. Yeah, so I really kind of said, okay, I could take on this many buyers, I could take on this many listings, and I want to make sure that I'm not sacrificing service because it is sort of a long term. I want to build it as my kids get older, yeah. and those referrals are so important. So I want to make sure that I'm doing quality work for fewer clients. Right. So that's, I'm, again, it's like you're saying, it's a constant, okay, I could take on more, and then I'm like, no, I did too much, and pulling back, and... Um, but I think that's, it's been a shift for sure. But I think that's a life thing too, is like saying, okay, I've taken on all these things and we reevaluate our life every, it feels like every quarter we try to sit down and like, okay, what are we doing? That's not value added, not just work wise, but life wise and our kid wise. And what did we miss out on because we were doing these other things. And so we don't like to say no to any, we just, we just don't like to say no to anything. Yeah. We want me to do Sure. Sure. And they're like, oh. And then you get to it and you're like, oh, like, and then you're really, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that chaos, I feel like, has to be reeled in, like, every quarter and reevaluate, like, what really do we need to do? Number one for our, you know, our family and God and our kids and our spouses. Like, forgetting to have spouse time is yeah. a huge part of being a mom and real estate. And that's so true. that's having that spouse time, too, is you tend to forget to put that in there. And so. Well, your clients become your spouses. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we forget to we forget to feed all of the important, and we end up feeding these other avenues that, that bring no value to our life. Right. Right. You have to make choices. Yeah. You can't do everything. You yep. can't do everything. Can't be everyone to someone. Yes. Be everyone someone. That is. Yeah. I always mess up my expression. I do so. too. I do. I'm like, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know, it's funny because um, I was talking to Amy because Amy works with us, and uh, she was she's like, oh my gosh, she knew I love her. She's like, I actually did. She remember me running out of yes, the yes, and so she was like, kind of reading. She's like, oh yeah, like she remembered. She's like, she's so sweet. I love her. She goes, oh my gosh, yeah, she totally like kind of freaked out, and I was like, I did. Yeah, it was so. It was funny. so you know, it's so funny because I was. So, like, growing up, I just wanted to get out. I wanted to be independent. And now yeah. when I have kids, I get a lot of help from my mom. I feel like everything I do, I have to be like, Mom, is it okay if... So that's yeah. basically what I had to do. I'm like, I need to have a conversation with my mom because she's going to have to watch the kids right. for me on short notice to do these meetings that I wasn't expecting, you know? So, yeah. Right. Well, it is It is different. And, of course, um, so your oldest is six. And, you know, I hate to break, I hate to break it to you, but there's going to be a time where they're not really going to care if you're there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll get there, that, yes. Yeah, 18 and almost 15 and but it is um, in this business. It was a little, little relieving to have them more independent, and you know, obviously when they start yeah. driving, and it's. It, but in the beginning, it, it was it was hard. It was really hard. I mean, I was I was it was hard. So how old were <laughs> yours when you started? Um. So I let's see. I had a three three year old, and then um, was pregnant. Oh, yeah, uh, or, kind of pregnant. Yeah, and so it was really hard. But you know, it worked. But Mike, um, also in real estate, but. It was, it, was a, it was a lot of juggling, a lot of juggling, and then... So you that, go here, you go here, I'll go here, I'll go yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, and where are the kids? I mean, <laughs> we had our cleaning lady, and I was like, um, I know it's not your job description, but can you just watch the kids? I gotta go. Like a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she's like, <laughs> Five <okay>. minutes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, crud. Maybe not the best, but I mean, they were fine. <laughs> oh, I remember taking, was it, I think it was Weston. I remember pushing him in the stroller while we were door knocking yeah. at one point in time. So, we and... There are days my kids, I'm like, okay, we got to pile in the car. Not another house. Not another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they sit, they'll sit in the car with the air conditioning on while I go show the yeah. three houses I'm going to do. You just do what you have to do yes, when they're absolutely. little to make sure that the beans and weenies are on the table. Yeah, yes. exactly. 
Well, um, yeah, I remember taking Avery. Um, she's my, she was the one that was like, oh my gosh, the little crazy, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy chick. And she still is. And um, that's why we only have two. But, um, <laughs> so uh, it was funny. I remember we were going to meet a client and I was like, oh, hey, Avery, like, don't say anything or whatever in the car. And then we get out and luckily the client wasn't there. And she gets out and she looks around and she goes, man, this place is a dump. And she was like three years old. I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh. But it's funny, though, because now that she's almost 15, like, I'm not kidding you, her favorite, like, website is Zillow. She constantly, like, she, like, you know, my grew up in the family yep. business. Like, she's so interested in it, and she's like, okay, this is cool. What about this house? And, you know, so it's, it's interesting. Do you, do you guys ever wonder that? If my, kids well, my daughter, it? this was a while ago, and she was a little bit younger and not so much attitude, um, but she's nine, so she thinks she's, like, 19. Yeah. But um, I left them with my mom. My mom's a big help, too. And she's like, Mom, will you take pictures of the house? Because I won't get to see it. Ah, is that funny? Sure, sure, I'll I'll show you the house. So they they tend to just mold towards what you're doing, too, and they're excited for you. Yeah. So yeah, my six-year-old says he wants to sell beach houses when he grows up. Well, so good for him. So we have to get so <laughs> Let's all grow like, up and sell beach houses. Beach house. How much do you need for a beach house? <laughs> I we were just in Coronado, and I was like, I just need five million dollars, and then I could buy the house I want on Coronado, and then I'll just sell real estate here the rest of the time. There you yeah. go. Yeah, but I don't know. I haven't found it yet. So. Yeah. But that wouldn't that be amazing? Do you ever think mm. about that agents like in California? Like, what the heck? Like the median, you know, price is like a million dollars. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it would be nice. I digress, but. <laughs> and it's not 116 degrees out or 19 uh, degrees out. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, and 70% humidity. Yeah, it's been humid here. It's disgusting. It is really bad. It's disgusting. It's yeah. See, that's that's a hard thing. See, but yet we still we real estate on, even when it's that hot. You know, um, back in the foreclosure days, like I just remember, like you know, none of the houses had any air conditioning on, that's and cool. it was like, and you're like, okay, come on, get in, and then. Um, you know, they were flying off the market, so like you just you went, you were out all the time, like get in there, you're sweating, it's literally 200 degrees in there. And I remember showing houses and like getting back in the car, I spent all day with these clients and then I look and I seriously look like a cl- melted clown. <laughs> I had like mascara down to my cheekbones, lipstick, and I looked like a clown and I was like, oh, well. I wish they would have said something, but okay, but what do you say? You, yeah. you look hey, like by the way, like yeah. right here, but, no, but, no, just no. all over, just all over. <laughs> but, but, but you know, we do have to do, and I think that as moms and um, being in real estate, and I mean, we're we're tough. For sure. Well, really getting back tough. to what you were saying about bringing your kids, when I first got back into real estate, you know, I had my kids home a lot. I mean, my youngest is in school like eight hours a week. Um, and my mom helps, but it's not you know all, she's the, not time. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And there, sometimes you take phone calls, and kids are in the background, and. Um, even though I'd say, okay, you know, if you hear my kids, they're home. Oh. But it was, you know, a time when you're kind of normal business hours. And I was used to a certain expectation for what professional looks like. And I said to my husband, like, I don't know how I'm supposed to be professional. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this when there's kids in the background. Oh, I've hidden my closet. Like, on the phone, I've hidden the pantry and closed yeah. the door because they're out there watching tunes or crying or whatever they're yeah. doing. And I'm, like, in the pantry, like, so anyways. Yeah, you just, yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, I actually took a picture of our basement last night because I had this AC situation. Things are blowing up and we're supposed to be closing. And so phone call, phone call. I was probably on the phone for like 30 minutes. I looked down in the basement. You can't see the floor. I mean, in 30 minutes, they took every toy they owned and just, you know. And I just was trying to not have noise in the background. But 
Um, so I had that whole meltdown. It was actually Angela in one of their Monday Morning Mindsets talked about how they would bring their kids on appointments. Br bring your kids. We did it all the time. And if they, you know, if clients have a problem with it, then they're not the right clients for you. And there was like such a relief that I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's right. Well, I think and you're setting an expectation for the, with the client as well. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm a mom first. Right. And then I'm a real estate agent. However, you are my priority, right. but understand this is my priority as well. So I think you have set an expectation yes, that, that they understand that this is this is what comes with me. Yes. Right. Well, I agree. and it's just like with real estate, you know, it's hard because you know it's a commission-based business. Not sure if you noticed, know but it um it's you didn't. hard. You're in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um you don't have to work with every client. No. Right? And, and there are gonna be some people who are like, oh gosh, you know, they're just with their kids. That's fine, but you know, nothing says that you have to work with every person that Absolutely. wants to work with you. Yeah. So if they're not understanding and they're not conducive to your schedule, I mean, you know, there's there's plenty, and that's one thing I think people forget. There is plenty of business to out go there. around. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Which is amazing because what are we up to? Over forty thousand agents. Yeah. Just um, in the in the our area. Yeah. Right? It's like so. It's it, there's plenty of business to go around, but I think that we get kind of well. I'm talking about myself now and I finally got you know after 16 years in the business going you know what not only is there plenty of business around but you know there's always going to be that next deal and you know it may not go great talk about chaos you know we were talking about this um I was doing a panel yesterday and I was talking about you know just when you have those terrible deals you know and, and you know so maybe everything's going great at home but in real estate you just get and it piles up right it's it does. not one it's like five at a time exactly Yep. Right, it's phases, and then you go, "What am I doing? This is the worst business ever. Who would ever sign up for this intentionally?" Um, and well, I think we all have that. Like, yeah. maybe I need to go back and get a, a nine-to-five job. job. Yeah, the real job because I'm tired of dealing with it. Because it's so much, but mm -hmm. then everything goes great. So I guess it's keeping your head down, knowing that hey, this is a business. But look at all these great things. Mm -hmm. Look at the flexibility. Look, I don't have to be in an office. You know, and I make every soccer game, mm -hmm. and yeah. I make every school play, and right. I make everything that I could ever, my kids would want, and my husband would want, mm -hmm. and that for me at the end of the day is, means more right. than the stress of the AC breaking down a day before close, and we can't figure out what's right. going on. Mm -hmm. There's always a solution to every problem, yep. and not everybody's going to be happy, but you do your best to make everybody happy, and you know, at the end of the day, it's an impossible task. And so you move on and go to that next deal. But then yep. how great is it when you have like three in a row that are that like, are like yeah, and then you just wait for the But you know, you right? Know, At the end of Yeah, and you're like, well, the next one's just going to be a disaster yeah. <laughs> because I had three that were just seamless. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think surrounding yourself with people who are yeah. like-minded mm -hmm. and who are different-minded as well because I'm a great problem solver, but someone else, but I surround myself with people that may have other strengths right. to make sure that I'm balancing my my specifically my real estate business, a little bit better. Um, so if I do have a problem that I can't seem to fix, I know I have people in the, around me right. that have another way of thinking about it to help me get through those times too. Well, and it's right. I think there's um, there's falsity that says, at least, you know, I thought this, that, you know, real estate, you're you're on your own, right? We're all in competition against each other. It's your, but, but I think a place, especially at, at Revelation, is it is like-minded people and, you know, everyone that I know and people that are really out there busting their tails, they're the first ones that are gonna wanna help. You know, we're in this business together and we're in this industry together. And um, the more that we can do to understand we're not against each other, right? No. We're, we're in this business and we have so much in common. I mean, look at the moms in real estate. It is, it's such a community because we all are going through the exact same things. You Sometimes know? we don't even realize we're going through the exact well, same yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, if you isolate yourself, but if you are around other people and you get involved, it's like, 
Um, you know, it's that comfort. Okay, so what's that expression? Um, I'm awful. Misery loves company. I don't know. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but we're all in it together. And yeah. We're all, you know, and it just it just helps, I think, to know. Absolutely, sometimes yes. you feel like, especially with social media, you see things posted and you're like, oh, okay, well, they have it so easy. Look at their business, right? It's easy to compare ourselves to not only other agents, but, um, you know, just other professionals. And you're like, oh, they have it so easy. They have the easiest job. And there's never, well, no, you just don't typically post. You know, the things go wrong. So highlight reel, that's what they say, right? Yeah. 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 Post your highlight reel. Hi exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important for those um, face-to-face interactions and just being, like you said, around people that be like, it's okay because guess what? That just happened to me. And somehow that makes yeah. me feel better. Like yes. you're not alone in this business and you're not the only mom doing real estate, right? We right. all have those same things. So, um, yeah. So organized. So I was just reading organized chaos, but... Probably for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Organized chaos. Exactly. We, we always seem to work better in organized chaos instead of just chaos. At least if it's somewhat organized, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it gets done. Like we live off, my husband and I live off of a calendar. That's just what we do. If it's not in the calendar, it doesn't happen. Yep. <laughs> so if you want to go golfing on Saturday, it better get on the calendar because otherwise I'm scheduling something else. Right. So organized chaos as in it's all there all the time, but at least there's some logic behind what's going to happen today and tomorrow and right. so on and so forth. And then I know, um, so I know since you've been with Re Revelation, you have a passion for mentoring. I is, do. That, is that a safe thing to say? Yeah. So I, um, I'm a part of a program here at Revelation called Apex and um, it's for agents, new, it started as a new program for new agents, um, but any agents that are struggling to kind of grow their business. And they get into the program and they receive a mentor. And um, that mentor helps them through the first, I think it's like four, eight, it's eight deals, seven or eight deals. Um, just the ins and outs of everything. Accountability, goal setting, uh, that kind of thing. And so in the beginning, I felt like I didn't, it's that I didn't ask for help. It's not necessarily that it wasn't available. It's just you don't even know who to ask in the beginning or what to even ask. Um, and so I, I felt like I, I struggled a little bit in that in the beginning. Um, and so I wanted to kind of give back to agents who are in the same position and really help build their careers to get to a place that they felt that they could go off on their own and build a lifelong career for themselves and their family and right. have that why for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Because cool. I think we all, right, and not knowing what to ask. And then I used to not want to ask questions because I knew it was like probably really easy <laughs> answer. So I didn't want to sound stupid. I'm <laughs> like, I want to ask that. But yeah. yeah. Not being afraid to ask those questions, yeah. like for a newer agent. And I think when you yeah. have a mentor, that's the, that, uh, again, it's just setting the expectation that, oh, I'm supposed to ask this question. That's so it's okay. It's okay that I ask, if, is it this box or this box? Or am I doing this or that? Yeah. So, um, and a lot of those, those mentees that I've mentored, they've turned into good friends in the industry now, too. So it's, it's, it's a two-sided thing for me. Like, I love doing it, but then there's another side that helps me grow kind of my business and to be honest with you it's really helped make me more accountable too because I'm like well I can't slack if I'm telling them mm -hmm. they can't slack right mm -hmm. so it's not like I can like just go off in the wind and not do anything so it's really held me a lot more accountable too and if I'm asking them to do goals then I should be doing goals right. too yeah so um, it's helped both sides of my my business okay. my heart my passion and then my real estate So um, with new with new homes um, and then getting into 
what would you say was the biggest obstacle from going from new homes to resale? Like, how do you make that? I mean, I know I think there was some time off in between, right? That you said years, yeah. Years. So, um, but you had that mindset of new homes. How mm-hmm. do you? How do you start? I know you said you were kind of freaked out at the beginning. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm not gonna. In do the beginning, this. I mean, I've always loved new homes. I mean, I love the design center. I love you know the smell of new homes. I love yeah. walking through the specs and the models. I mean, it was just. It was perfect for me, but I knew when I had a family, I couldn't do it. So in the beginning, there were so many things telling me to get back into real estate, um, and the timing was right, even though I was nervous about it, but I wasn't excited about resale. I always felt like resale is just kind of like you're facilitating a transaction, you know? But I love the business part of it, so it took me a while to get into it. But one thing that was really exciting the first time when I got into it, I was, you know, flyering. Like, we didn't have social media, and, you know, the ability to grow your business was so different. And I love marketing and that, and that piece. So social media and learning, you know, how to use Facebook and how to use Instagram. That part was really fun. And then when I started to see those efforts come to fruition and people reaching out and starting to associate me with real estate, I'm like, oh wait, I really do love this. Oh. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, again, it was just a shift because again, new homes I loved, and it was about selling a product and knowing the community and really knowing the ins and outs of you know, the construction of the home. And it's, it's so it helps in resale because now I know True. a lot of those things. Because you know the whole building process. Yeah, you but it's, speak to that. Yeah, yeah, but it is, it's totally different. So, um, but a lot of those same skills you carried over, you know, kind of what you're saying, setting the expectation and making sure you're in communication with them all the time. And it's, it's more of a service now where right. before you were selling a product. So it was, it was a shift. Do you think, what do you think, um, how'd you get your business initially? I mean, could you kind of reach out to the people you sold new homes to and be like, hey. No, I didn't keep any of that information at all. So So, did you feel like you had to start from scratch? Yeah, pretty much. I think most people who reached out were like, oh, I see you're doing real estate now. And I had to tell them like, oh, I actually did it. You know, I have actually had a lot of experience. So. um, Oh, gotcha. Like not necessarily new to the Yeah, most people who saw me, yeah, through social media, they thought it was, it was something new. So I had to let them know like, oh no, I actually have some experience and. I did reach out to some of the agents. There was an agent here who used to work at DR Horton Homes. So I was able to reach out to people who've been doing it for a while and say, hey, how should I do this? Yeah. Um, but a lot of it in the beginning was just spray and pray. Just put it out there and yeah. see what <laughs> sticks. Um, and I still don't have a real formula now, but. Do you think social media has been the biggest help in getting business? Yes, absolutely. I, I've, um, I have one client from an open house. So I did some open houses, but mostly it's social media and not you know, not people that have never heard of me, but it's it's really referral. People that already know me, they see what I'm doing, then they've referred me out. So kind of reaching out to that network and then reinforcing that, hey, I'm serious about this. And right. this is, you know, showing my successes on Facebook so that they're- Humble brags. Yes, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, gotta, we all gotta do it, right? Yeah. We all have to know that we're selling. Yes. For sure. Yeah, top so I mind. definitely think it was What is that? Top of mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, when they're thinking real estate, we don't want them to think of us, right? Yep. Yes. So we have a couple questions um, from online, so I don't want to miss them. Um, oh gosh, two, three, wow. Um, so the first question is, do you feel like the intentional marketing you use for your business? Nope, that was last week. That was, I think that was last week. <laughs> I might've just read. Sheridan, you need to text me more. <laughs> so, okay, hold on. So I was like, that was last week, or like when, the last time I, I hosted. So. Okay, um, do you think it is important to have the mindset that I'm a mom first and then a realtor? Wow, so I think you already answered that. For me, it's yeah. I'm always a mom first. My kids right. are always gonna come first. They were placed in my care to take care of and 
they're, they're always gonna be number one. And that's not to say that my clients and my real estate isn't a priority, it's just my kids, are, are they're still kids, they still need yeah. an adult in their life to make sure their life is dealt with. So right. for me, yes, absolutely. And I totally, I totally agree. I think that um, real estate for me is it's something I enjoy, and I was actually doing it for myself, and it's nice to have that income for my family. But um, part of the reason I chose real estate is so that I could be there for my kids. And actually, it's come full circle because in the beginning, I felt like, like I said, I can't be a professional and have kids in the background. How am I going to do these? How am I going to marry these two things and make them work? Right. And my most recent client, who was a stranger in the beginning, I found her through Open House. Um, she sent me a nice compliment through uh, one of our exchanges on text message. And I was like, oh, well, thank you so much. And I apologize again for having the kids in the background. She's like, that's actually what I love about you, that your kids are always there and you're a mom yeah. first. So I think kind of what you were saying, that there are clients that are um, understanding. And a lot of times they're, they're like our sole clients. We have the same yeah. things in common. And then there are those people who won't understand and won't appreciate. And I have yet to run into anyone who doesn't understand or appreciate that I'm a mom yeah. first. Right. Um, and I don't have, I mean, my husband works a lot. So he's gone from 5.30 in the morning to about 7 o'clock at night usually. So I'm definitely mom first because I am the one going to all of those events and okay. doing the pickups and the drop-offs yeah. and, yeah, and working the real estate into those crevices. So Right. No, that totally makes sense, and I, I, I agree. Um, so the other question is, do you, do you have any advice or tips on how to be comfortable with saying no? <laughs> So I think we talked about this a little bit earlier that I'm the kind of person that doesn't say no a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a skill that you have to refine a lot. I mean, it's, it's, you really have to work at saying no. So I think one, a tip that I would say that's helped me a lot is saying, let me think about it. And really trying to take that in and realizing, okay, it's gonna fit in my schedule to be able to help or do whatever it is that you know, you're being asked to, to do. Um, and just, it's kind of like the buyer's remorse, right? Like, oh, should we have bought that car? Ugh, well, should I have said yes? <laughs> yeah. Right? And so I think that just taking, like, let me see if my schedule, let me let me take a, take a day and make sure that it's something that I can take yeah. on. And instead of just saying, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, and not realizing the obligation that really comes along with that. So for me, that's the advice I would. Yeah, think about it. Yeah. Like, there's no reason. It's oh, not, it's, it's okay to say. Thank you for asking. But thank you for know, asking. Let me get back to you. But let me take, yeah, take a day, and I'll get back to you. No, I love that. I think that's great advice. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I mean, a lot of it is practice. Oh, yeah. Um, of course. I mean, the good thing about having such an um, experience in new homes is we did have to say no a lot at that time, especially with the market, the way it was going, it was coming down. So there were incentives that one buyer got that another didn't, and yeah. this oh, is why this buyer gets it, and this, you know, so there was, there's a lot yeah. of that. But I, I love what you say, too, that if you could take a step back and think about, okay, I'm going to say no, and this is why, so that you're confident in your answer, and they have an understanding. I just feel like I can't take good care of you. I can't yeah. do the job that needs to be done for you. Um, so that, you know, you're you're having their best interest in mind on top of yours. So I think I think that's really yeah. good. Well and one thing, um, so this is going back to when the market was um, you know, two thousand four, two thousand five and having um, two very small, you know, kids at home, um, it was hard for me to say no to clients. Like, you know, yeah. do you want to see the and any today even it's still hard. Any, it's still hard yeah. no matter what market you're in because not only are you working around your schedule, you're working around their schedule, and they're again saying no. And so I always had a really hard time of saying, oh, well, you know, it's my son's basketball game. So then I just started saying, I would 
block it off, still put it in the calendar because it's something that was a non-negotiable. But I would yep. say, you know, hey, I have an appointment. Another, I have another, yeah, yeah, yeah. something going and, on. And I, I know, can't. and people are, a lot of people are fine saying that, but for some reason I could never get used to saying, well, it's the, I don't know why. I felt it's like a, I was telling my clients that this was more important yeah. than them. I think for me, that's what it felt like. And so I've gotten to the point too, it's like, oh, well, I'm not available during that time. I have another obligation. Right, yeah. And so, and I think that that's okay. I don't, we're not lying. We're not being dishonest. Right. I think it's just, um, it's being able to say no, right? right? But it's, but I still catch myself like, well, maybe I can squeeze it in here or maybe yeah. I can squeeze it and in there. And then I make yourself crazy. And then I make miserable. myself yep. crazy and I'm driving from the West Valley to the East Valley and I have 45 minutes to get there when it's 65 miles. Like right. that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. to us but they're again but trying it, to do everything correct well yeah and i think um you know with with the appointment blocking it out i think clients you know in my mind if, if you were always available if I'm, I'm putting the shoe on the other foot and thinking gosh if i'm a client and every time i call i'm like gosh they're available i, I don't know i think i'd be like do they have any other business yeah. <laughs> you know so i think that's okay hey i have an appointment this time but i yep. can get you in at this time you know that kind of thing i mean maybe i'm wrong for thinking that but you know you don't want to be available yeah. all the time no, and you have to sit Boundaries. The expectation yeah. and the boundaries that I'm not going to answer the phone every two <laughs> seconds, and I'm or not going to be available. 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, I'm not going to be available on a dime notice when you call. Like I want to see that house in 15 minutes. Well, that's not realistic right. for right. anybody in real estate. Right. And I think when you allow your clients to dictate that, sometimes you're giving them the the ball in their court, I guess. And it's not that anyone needs to have the ball, but but, they're, but they're you're allowing them they're to dictate. Yeah. I want to go now, and you're going to go now. And if we don't go now, I'm going to be upset at you. Right. And there's like right. no other industry where they expect that of people. No. It's very interesting. But I agree with you. I mean, I had a hard time in the beginning. You know, I want to do this real estate thing, but I have all these things for my kids, so yeah. I don't want to say no. And the market is busy. There are homes that are coming up in there. And if you don't get out, hours, yeah. So you feel like you need to do that. But yeah, I, I kind of started doing the same. Well, I have a commitment at this time. You know, I just say a commitment, obligation, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and I, I totally agree with you. I'd be thinking the same thing. if. This agent's available like all the time. What is she really what doing? Are doing? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's true, you know, if you let your clients, you know, because there are, they, I'm sure you've run into, you, you will be taken advantage of. Like, you absolutely will. Like, your time, like, people, not everybody respects other people's time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, really setting those boundaries, setting those expectations. Like, I'm going to take the best possible care of you. Customer service is my number one. And I will be available. It's not going to be like, oh, okay, I'll show you the house in a week. But, you yeah. know, it, but, but we'll make it work, you know, especially the houses that are going under contract fast. We'll, we'll get something arranged, but, you know, if that, if you have another obligation at that time, you know, we will get it worked out. But, mm -hmm. yeah, the whole moment's no, like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah. Well, and, in the, and like you said, like in this, in the uh, market we're in right now with houses going off mm -hmm. the market and seems like four or five, six, 12 hours, mm -hmm. um, I think setting some systems in place, too. If I can't go because I have the kid's dentist appointment, having somebody either on my team or around me that I can call and be like, hey, do you have an hour that you can show my client? You know, and the same for them, and just having somebody that you can work with that gives you that flexibility a little bit more. So I don't feel like I'm abandoning my client for my kid's dentist appointment. Does mm -hmm. it really, you know, oh, well, they, they can wait another month. Right. Because this house can't. So I think, again, surrounding yourself yeah. with people that you that you bounce off of each other to help out when those things, when the, especially when the industry, or I mean, the, in the uh, market okay, we're in yeah. right now. It is, and that's a great point because if, if 
you do surround yourself, it can help each other out. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. there's going to be like, a time that I need it or she needs it or right, whatever. Exactly. Hey, could you, you know, or if it's in a different area. Yeah. You know, yeah. like someone's on the other mm-hmm. side of town or maybe yep. you're on the other side and someone's saying, gosh, if it's in my neighborhood, you want me to go open a door for someone? I'm happy to do it all day long, you know, if I can. And because, especially because yeah, you know that you can call me right. when you need it as well exactly. or whatever, you know. Yeah. So. And that's, you know, one thing, um, just one of the nice things about being, you know, we're for all three of us advocates a, a big brokerage because there's always help, yes. right? There's always help, um, you know, if you need an open house, anything, I mean, it's, it's available, right? It's always here. There's always someone willing to help in all different areas of the valley. So such a huge resource yes. to, to be in such a place. Well, and where the mindset is that, we, you know, we all have instilled is to help each other and we're in this together. Yep. So. It's an amazing place to be. It's a great be. culture, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. very different, yes. Yes, yes. That was one of the things that was very noticeable when I first joined, you know, how, you know, other agents are paying it forward because there was someone that had helped them at that point yeah. in their career, yeah. and it's, yeah. And people smile here. Yes. <laughs> like, I've been in real estate offices, like, everyone's, like, walks down the hall, like, don't look at me, like, you're the competition, like, I don't know what you're doing, or, you know, like, I'm going to sell more than you, or, you know, I don't know, I've been in offices like yeah. that for, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not me. Sorry. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. That yeah. does not motivate me at all. No, no, not at all. Um, so I think we're, are we good on time or we're just, yeah? Any, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just talking to everyone around me. Hey, what do I do? What do I do? Um, so yeah, I think we're good. Unless there anything else you guys want to share that like we didn't touch on and any advice, advice for maybe we could just go around and give advice for moms that maybe I feel like go back to kind of um, the theme, which is how how do you keep calm and real estate on? Like maybe yeah. just a quick amount of advice. Want to go? Sure. Um, I mean, it certainly has gotten easier with each transaction and the more I get under yeah. my belt. But um, you know, I think just again knowing what you're capable of, where your priorities lie, and just um, knowing that you know you're going to run into these issues and it. I have learned because there are times when I get really steamed and you know I'm upset oh, yeah. with an agent or there's you yeah. know some but usually I think most people are well intentioned so I just have to take a step back you know really calculate how I'm going to handle something um, and just know that you're going to run into those things and with each one I think you know it's just another um, experience and you're going to mm-hmm. grow stronger and know that it's a long-term play and that you're going to um, just improve with each one and you know kind of be easy on yourself there because it's it is chaos for yeah. sure. Yes, definitely. Um, advice for moms. Um, I think I, I agree with being easy on yourself. It's okay to have a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just getting up the next morning and knowing that what the goal at the end of the day is, is you know to be the mom first, to be real estate second, um, and to get through those things. And to surround yourself with people that are in similar situations and similar boats, right. um, just to help you get through those times too. Like. Just to bounce ideas like, hey, Gina, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. What am I? What do I need to do to get past this? Um, and just having support system around you to help. And Angela's, you know, Angela's always out here at the brokerage. She's she's always been that kind of that person. I I can call. I'm like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's always that calm storm, right? That just like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Take a deep breath. And we're all good now. Yeah. So I think having those kind of people around you that are, I'm a little bit more high strung personality. Um, and having someone that's a little mellow yellow around me really helps me right. to say, okay, if this isn't a big deal to you, maybe I need to take a step back, like you said, and take a chill pill. And well, and I think it does because you know, it, it, it's 
especially with real estate transactions, you know, it's so emotional. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. It is like, well, especially yeah. because it's your income, your, your right. sole income. Well, yeah, and even for clients, right? It is their number, you know, their most ex- important, expensive investment they're going to make Ever in their make. Yeah. yeah. And so they get really emotional about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So it's easy for me to get in there and be like, oh my gosh, like, you're right. What's going on? You know, I mean, yeah. not out loud, but in my mind, like, oh, they're upset. It's not going the way, and so, or if something goes wrong, or something, oh my gosh, you know, it's the end of the world, but like um, Amber things, having someone that you can go to and just say, who, who's not in, in the midst of it? They're yes. not in the midst of the chaos, they're not in, in the midst of the emotion, and who's really you know, just someone looking The bi-party. In. Yeah, who can just really look in and be like, okay, I see, you know, this, but, you know, do this, this, and this, or, or it's not that bad because, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Like, thanks for talking me off the ledge, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think that really um, a misconception is that real estate is an independent thing, but it's not. You know, no. it's, you definitely surround yourself with people, and I think it, it helps a lot for sure. And then and being able to um, really, if you have that bad deal, um, you know, I've heard lots of people, oh, why the heck am I even in real estate? This <laughs> is terrible. I mean, if I had a dollar, you know, a dollar for every time someone said this, you know, I'm just going to get that normal bill. But it's like, look at the big picture. Like you're saying, it, it allows. For so many things, it allows for moms to be able to have a career and still be a mom, right? A good career. Yeah, yeah, yes. pretty darn good one. Pretty yeah. lucrative career. So I think that um, my advice would be just to, you know, a, a deal, the deal, and then it's going to be over. Yes. Right. And it's and, and leave it. There. The sun will shine tomorrow. Exactly. And you're yeah. going to get that next deal, and it's going to be great, mm-hmm. and you're going to remember why you do it, and being yep. able to say next. That didn't go exactly right, but that's okay. And in any profession, any business, you have those, you know. Even where you're working with people, yes. Anywhere you're working with people. And I don't know a profession you're not, because even if you're not working with the public, you're working with a boss. You're working Mm -hmm. with Or a buyer or a seller or whatever it is. Anything that you do in any profession. So I think um, just thinking about the good and the opportunities that real estate really does have, especially for moms, is something that I would – you know, advise anyone, you know, if you're having a bad day, talk about it. Yeah. Because I guarantee someone else has been there. I think, yeah, mindset is everything. Because, yes. I mean, that's how I feel, you know, I'm again, I'm kind of just new getting back into this and starting to really get my groove. But, yeah, I'm just so grateful every day because I love yes. what I'm doing. Yeah. And I am, like, in the midst of a messy, you know, deal right now. But I think, like you're saying, if you have Let's someone talk to about call. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I think if you're um, – if you have someone to call, yep. even if it's a stupid question, if you've done everything you can to protect your client, communicate with your client, you can't help it when the AC busts the day before and now right. you're fighting with the seller to get it fixed. I mean, you're doing everything you can in the best interest yep. of your client and you need to, again, kind of be easy on yourself and like you're saying, another deal will come. Yeah. So I think it's very important to have someone to call and that mindset is everything because like any job, you can say, oh, this is a terrible day. It's not for me. Yep. Right, exactly. I think too is what sacrifices are you willing to give in order to what are you willing to keep right Right. so what are you willing to sacrifice in order to make sure you're there for the kids soccer game or because if if those aren't important to you then go back to that nine to five right and with the boss and all that nine to five it was more like eight to to ten depending on where you're driving right right? and so I think for me I'm willing to sacrifice all those in order to be there for the kids and I'm Getting up with getting them up in the morning and making sure that they get off to school is super important to me and making sure I'm home when the bus gets there. Do I make it every day? No, but grandma's there or grandpa down the street is there. And so I'm super lucky because my my father-in-law and his wife live in the same neighborhood. They live three doors down and my mom lives in the same neighborhood, which is about, she's a street over. 
So I'm extremely lucky in that aspect that we have the help, but um, just what are, what are you willing to give up to get? Right, and just being appreciative every day, mm -hmm. right? And that, uh, to me, when you know when I'm stressed out and I'm feeling like you know the sky is falling, just just being able to say, well, what am I grateful for today? Yeah. And it really changes your mindset and going, okay, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as like my anxiety um, led me to believe. You know? Absolutely, so yes. It could that, be worse. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, just thank you guys for coming. Thank and you, talking. thank you and I know having me. It's funny, we talk about um, saying no, but you guys said yes. So, <laughs> thank you. This was important, but I know you saw value. We fit in, it fit in the schedule. Here. Yeah, and you saw value, right? Yes, yeah. And yes. I know that people really appreciate it. Cause, and it's, you know, um, people that maybe couldn't come in or maybe don't have an office that they can go to. Um, a lot of people work from home. They can listen to, to this or watch them on Facebook Live. And so I think it's helpful, I know. So it's helpful for me. I like watching them, yeah. yeah I do too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. And a special thank you to Mortgage Advantage. Um, if you guys haven't um, heard of them or used them, check them out. They do a wonderful job, so Mortgage Advantage. And then next week is um, Intentional Women That Thrive, and it's going to be um, Emily. I hope I don't mess up your last name, but Duarte, I believe. Um, Emily Duarte and Kelly Henderson, and so I, I know both of them, and an amazing, amazing agents um, and moms. So don't miss it, Yay. and thanks again, guys. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Okay, signing off.